This is Big Earl Matthews, and you're listening to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. This is Joel Boone, father of nine and grandfather to none, and you're listening to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. Modesto, 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 Modesto Reboot Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Phasm, and you're listening to the Modesto Reboot Podcast. On today's episode, I have Perk Sun, local DJ. How you doing, Perk? I have Funky Goat, the Funky Goat, Ralston's Goat, First Friday DJ. I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. So you are a DJ here in Modesto. And what does that look like for you as far as day-to-day? Day-to-day is more family man and tile guy. DJ wise though, uh, constantly trying to get good music, good vinyl records put together for tracks on wax, for Funky Goat, for um, different uh, shows that people want me to DJ for. So trying to bring something that is funky, soulful, grooving, possibly not something that everybody's already playing, something a little extra. That's what I like to do. Okay. So Funky Goat, what is that? Funky Goat is an event we throw at Ralston's Goat on the first Friday of the month, every month. And it's funk, soul, boogie, like boogie funk, um, disco, rock. And then I put jams and jams just kind of like opens up the doors for like a little bit of hip hop that 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 kind of intermingles with funk or soul or boogie or disco like if i think of like 90s r&b yeah like if you listen to LL Cool J you would hear funk in it but we also throw in the LL Cool J to give it an updated you know funkiness or we might play some reggae or we might play you know, a little bit of jazz, but it's funky jazz. So it all kind of relates together. But that's what we do. We play something funky, something that we want people to come out and have a good time and drink and dance and be open-minded and groove and enjoy themselves. But it's a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, it sounds awesome. Yeah. So and there's multiple DJs or just you or? The resident DJs are myself, Perk, a PS Uno. Some people think it's like Suno because it's P-S-U-N-O, yeah. you know? Um, but me... is not silent. Um, <laughs> uh, True Spokes, Georgie, uh, Nico, and, um, and Chewy, El Supreme Cartel. And uh, we, all, we all add in our own little piece to the puzzle, but mm-hmm. we're all pretty fluent with the turntables. Some of us have been DJing vinyl a lot longer. Um, It's not all vinyl, but we also incorporate vinyl because we like that. Some stuff you just can't find MP3s of, and we're not sitting around making, you know, recording the MP3s. So we just bring vinyl. Okay. So explain that because this, you know, the listeners to this podcast are pretty general public, um, you know, people who live in Modesto and care about Modesto. Explain what you mean by vinyl versus MP3s as a DJ. Well, so DJ culture, it it definitely has changed 
over the last, I don't know, 40 years where even for me, just DJing for 20 years, uh, I started out playing records, LPs, 12 inches, uh, little seven inches of actual vinyl records. Um, and then about probably 10 years ago, I started playing Serato, which is a program you could use with your computer. You could download songs or get songs from your CDs that you purchased. You could rip them into your computer and you could play those songs. So I built a, a healthy vinyl collection and then I also had Serato and it allowed me to, I love Serato, it allowed me to play all types of events that I wouldn't play before because I didn't want to purchase, you know, a Britney Spears song on vinyl, but I needed to play a Britney Spears song for a wedding mm-hmm. or I needed to play certain music that they never pressed on vinyl, but I needed to be able to DJ it. So, so for people who don't necessarily know, we play records because we also are vinyl DJs, but we play MP3s using programs in our computer because that's like an updated way to DJ and it allows us to do much more um, larger demographics, shows and and events that, that pay, you know, that allow us to, you know, to further what we're trying to do. And what we're trying to do is create something that we really want to have in Modesto and and we're seeing a following happen. We're seeing like a lot of open-minded people having fun coming out to these events. So, you know, we, we incorporate vinyl DJs and we incorporate Serato because we want to have the best experience possible. So, okay. so that's kind of the difference. Cool. So DJs, how many DJs do you think there are in Modesto? Oh, gosh. Um, there is probably legitimately i would think there's i would have to say there's probably a hundred legitimate djs in modesto wow i would think i would think it's probably around there um i know that there's there's definitely 20 guys who are djing all the time like if you you know you look you see topic you see or top pick you see Tease. Tease is always DJing. You see Steve Dietrichs. You see DJ Izzy. You see DJ Liquid. Um, there's just a, there's, you know, there's a ton of DJs and most of them are doing uh, corporate and wedding gigs as well. Um, there's a lot of DJs downtown strictly. There's radio DJs. So there's a lot of DJs uh, in Modesto. I think certain ones stand out a little bit more because they're in a different limelight. The other DJs are more behind the scenes, but they're working DJs. Um, So like the weddings and the quinceaneras, like that's kind of their professional side. And then these events like the Funky Goat is kind of where they let their hair down and like really, really get to express themselves with the music that they choose and all that stuff. You know, like I I DJ uh, professional events you know, seasonal because I, I do mostly like weddings or every once in a while I'll do a corporate event. Right. But for the most part, I'm not like DJ liquid. DJ liquid is a DJ from here. Carlos, who he DJs professionally as his job every day, you know, like he might not DJ on Mondays, but he's DJing every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever he's DJing constantly because that's what he does. 
and he's a professional. He has great sound. He's got lighting. He's got full packages. He can do any type of event. That's a professional DJ. I am uh, a DJ who is a little bit more picky and choosy about certain events that I'll DJ downtown because it doesn't really fit my demographic, but I do like to DJ. And so you'll see me at Tracks on Wax because that's my bag. Mm-hmm. You'll see me at Funky Goat because I play funky, I play funky music, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, you well, know. You, you said you do tile, so you have the benefit of having exactly. a day I, job and then you get to like... You're freed up. Got these mouths to to feed, dog. Yeah, (laughs) you're freed up though. You don't have to like take every job that that comes your way. You can say no, that doesn't really fit what I'm doing. True, and And I, you know, and I don't think I don't think uh, uh, most DJs um, take jobs that they don't want to take. I know that there's definitely times where you have to take a job that you don't really want to do. And sometimes you can get surprised by that. You take a job that you think is going to be great. And then all of a sudden you're like, what am I doing here? This is like not organized. I wasn't prepared for this or that, you know, and vice versa. You think that it's going to be terrible and it, it ends up being the greatest thing. So, um, so shout outs to all the, the professional DJs that are out there, you know, putting in work every single day. Jose T's that guy is like. He's like Modesto. He's like the God for us DJs. He has taken himself over like the last, geez, 20, 30 years DJing. And he's really made a profession of rocking parties, Hmm. not just playing quinceañeras. He can DJ all week downtown, having fun, getting people drinking. So you know, shout out to the professional DJs out there. But yeah, we have fun. Cool, cool. So are you originally from Modesto? I was born in San Jose, but I'm a Modesto. I'm a Modesto kid for sure. Like, so like at what age did you come over here? Six years old. I moved to Ceres for about a year and then came into Modesto when I was seven. And I've been here ever since. Okay. And I'm, I just turned 40. Cool. So I've been here a long time. So let's get into your history. Um, as a young kid, what was what was life like for you? Mm, I mean, did you I lived? Live with, a- I grew up with my grandparents. Okay, you know, mom was like uh, the reason why we moved San Jose is because my mom, you know, she was caught up in drugs over there. She went to jail, so they, my grandparents, moved me over here. I lived with my grandparents till I was about ten. And then my mom got out of jail and she's like, she, she came back and she got off drugs and she wanted to better her life. So she got custody of us, moved to Westside Modesto, um, learned some things in Westside Modesto, (laughs) you know, you, you can get a good education, uh, living in some hoods, you know what I mean? So, um, street smarts are important, ladies and gentlemen, um, (laughs) But yeah, moved to Westside Modesto. Uh, my brothers, my brothers weren't living with us, and then you know we got we got my brothers from from their dad, and then uh, moved back over in middle school. I went to Mark Twain, and then moved over to Somerset area, and um, you know, just baseball, football, all that type of stuff. Got into graffiti art like freshman year of high school. Um. And that kind of changed everything. Like I was always 
as as a young kid, I always loved hip hop from the jump. Like as soon as I seen Breakin', that was like the ultimate. That was still when I was in San Jose. Breakin' and Run DMC just changed everything for me. So anytime I seen graffiti on a on a cover, even though I didn't know it was graffiti, I just knew it was really like hip hop. Yeah. Like that was what I wanted to buy. You know, I'd go to you know, music store and I'd buy the, the, you know, the dude with the big old boom box drawing on the tape, you know, that's the tape I want, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, graffiti changed everything for me. My mom being very open-minded, my grandparents, my, my grandmother was open-minded about art. So she allowed me to, to paint with these dudes that she didn't know but she looked at it as art. Hmm. Whereas my grandfather looked at it as like, he's running around with gang members, yeah. you know? And, you know, so that's, that's kind of like my growing up youth Modesto, but definitely I found graffiti and then I found hip hop culture, uh, in real life, not just on an album. Yeah. And once I found that, then I knew exactly that that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be touching turntables and I wanted to be breakdancing and I wanted to be uh, painting walls and I wanted to be, yeah, I wanted to be engulfed in it all. So when did you start DJing? I started DJing. Well, the first turntables I got, my mom bought me um, in high school. She bought me some turntables. She bought me one turntable and a Gemini mixer with a sampler on it. So one of my buddies, Sabor, came through, Brian Medeiros, and he brought some records and I would loop up a Beatles sample. I was just going to say, was it a Beatles it record? Was, it was Come Together, <laughs> loop up Come Together, and then scratch on one turntable. So I uh, initially, when I got turntables, I literally just wanted to be like Jazzy Jeff and I wanted to transform scratch. I just wanted to learn how to scratch. Yeah. You know, but um, eventually... You know, a couple of years after that, I, I had both turntables and I learned that you have to mix these records to keep the party going. Right. Because scratching is cool, but you want to yeah. you want to mix, you want to keep it moving. So and my boy Caesar showed me how to mix. And ever since then, I kind of just I understood that that was important. You know what I mean? will be right back. This is Phasm, and I just want to say a quick shout out to DJ Perkson for making the intro and all the other sounds and music for the Modesto Reboot podcast. And here's a quick little sample from DJ Perkson. Now, do you do you read sheet music? Are you like a traditional? What would you call your like? Do you... I was in band. Okay. And so 
I did uh, Miss Crawford, that poor lady. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did play baritone and tuba, um, and I did read sheet music, uh, bass clef. Uh, but yeah, no, I I don't. It, it doesn't really. It doesn't translate the same DJing wise. The only thing that does is understanding tempo and rhythm and, you know, the count, you know, if you can count to four, you can DJ. If you can nod your head, you can DJ. If you know where the one is, you can DJ type thing. I think that's important. So I think you just made it sound a little too easy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm always like, come on, kids, you're going to (laughs) DJ. Like, but dad, I'm like, no, I'm the one. (laughs) So where, where about in Modesto do you live now? Um, General area. I'm not, I'm not going to give you that information. (laughs) I'm not asking for your address. Okay. Um, uh, The hoods of Sunrise um, and Floyd area. (laughs) Uh, Over, what is that? Is that like Northeast or? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like to put sides on things, bro, because Modesto's raised around gang culture. I'm joking. I don't know. I don't really know where it's at, but over by Somerset, kind of where I went to school. I went to Sandiford and Somerset, as well as Burbank and Mark Twain and then Byer. So, yeah. So, the the tile business, tell us about that. Like, what does that look like on a daily basis? Man, tile, you know what? Um... I love tile. I really do like, like I will go home and I will gripe to my wife about how hard my day was. And I'll tell my kids like, you know, um, you don't want to do tile. It's going to break your back and your hands. Look at my hands, you know, and all this (laughs) stuff. But ultimately I love tile. It allows me to be an artist still, uh, day to day. Like I can, I I put together things. I put together projects, and after I'm done, I get to show those projects to people, and they get to see, and they go, and they, and you know what? More than any other art form that I do, uh, that I'm, you know, that I work with, tile. It, it's like people accept it right away, and then when they see it in in person, and they're looking at it, or their vision came together, or they didn't have a vision, but I helped them create it. Um, it's it's satisfying. So. But day to day, it's wake up early, go lift a bunch of heavy stuff, and you know, you know, eat eat some eat some stuff I'm not supposed to eat because it's quick, <laughs> you know, and and you know, just push mud, pushing mud, lifting heavy boxes of tile, that's tile, yeah. you know, and and creating. All right, speaking of food, what's your favorite food joint in Modesto? Oh man, Bella Italia. Man, you went heavy. You know what? Bella Italia is my number one. I went there the very first night they opened. They were small. They didn't have the extra spot onto the side. They, mm-hmm. they, they opened up that extra section. It's right next to my favorite dessert place in Modesto, Cheesecake Kitchen. Yeah. It's been around for 30-something years, and I still catch people that never heard of it. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't Dude. know about it until fairly recently it's a few years ago amazing yeah. dense cheese and i'm a foodie you know like it, the only reason why i have certain tv you know system cable things is literally because of food network <laughs> i'm an alton brown guy you know what i mean so but yeah uh bella italia um is my number one but i do 
I do have my favorite pizza place and I just found out about it. And it, man, I can't believe it took me so long to figure this out. But Milano's Pizza, have you had Milano's? Which one's that? Is that on Lakewood? Milano's is over by uh, by the mall where Wiener Schnitzel is, over by the mall. It's off Standiford and I guess that Sisk. Is that Sisk right there? Yeah. Across the street from Texas Roadhouse, there's like that. It used to be Sam's, I believe, Food City or something, or maybe it is now. Yeah, yeah. But inside there, there's a pizza place called Milano's Pizza. Okay, I haven't been there. L.A. Super Combo. It has feta cheese, eggplant, mushrooms, linguisa, salami. My God. And I thought that it was the combination of those things that made it taste so good. But I think it's literally the sauce because I had the pe- the pepperoni pizza. And that was amazing. Is it thin crust or thick crust? Um, it, it's, it's like a medium. It's not like a pan crust, but it's not like a very gotcha. thin crust. It's just... It, you know what? Whenever I walk in there, they have like Goodfellas and Godfather and all this stuff. It feels like I'm walking into a different city altogether. Feels like I'm in like some sort of back east place. I think the dude's maybe Greek or Assyrian. I'm not positive. But the the flavor that you get from that pizza and that whole environment, it just feels like you're transported somewhere else. Hmm. So Bella Italia is my number one. The antipasta is super amazing. I was just going to ask, what do you order there? I get the the um, salmon and penne pasta. Wow. And uh, and I'll get the mussels too. I like the mussels also. I like the mussels. I like the mussels also. <laughs> um, okay, so what's outside of food? What's your favorite thing about Modesto? Hmm. My friends. Yeah. I've met like amazing people here that, you know... Like I, I met a lot of people that are amazing here that don't want to be here. And I'm like, please don't go because you're amazing. Yeah. So, um, I like Modesto. I, you know, I've always been pro Modesto. I like the fact that Modesto is an hour and a half away from the mountains, an hour and a half away from the city, hour to have hour and a half away from the beach. I don't have to, be in San Francisco to enjoy San Francisco every once in a while. And I don't have to be next to the ocean to enjoy that. And I definitely don't have to be in the mountains living up there to go there and visit every once in a while. So I think we're in like a really good place. Um, it's The traffic isn't super bad yet, even though people complain about it. I've been driving to the bay before to go to work. It's no fun. Yeah. So if you can stay on 99 and go yeah, to work, yeah. you're, you're pretty golden. Um, I think that uh, I think there's a lot of positive things that are happening in Modesto. I think there's a lot of uh, open-mindedness that is happening in Modesto right now. Um, I think people are getting organized. I like that uh, Modesto's really came into the art culture part of Modesto, where before they were kind of resistant because I think they felt like some of the art was not accept acceptable. And I think they're kind of like being a little bit more free with that. Um, I'm glad there's not as many like crazy clubs that there used to be in Modesto, but it feels like we've got like nightclubs. You mean? Yeah. Like yeah. some of the, it was like over, they were overdoing it with nightclubs. Now we've got, we're overdoing it with great restaurants. Hmm. You know what I mean? I love that. 
And I love the fact that you can go to like a place like Trichromatic and art walk you, you have like a very, I like to say open-minded because they're very open-minded. You go in there and one minute you're seeing like, you know, an electronic like band play. And the next minute you're going in there and you're creating a mask. You know what I mean? Like the, the art community around here is really great. So, um, yeah, I'd say food friends and, and the community right now is like amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, have you done any traveling in your lifetime? Um, very little Nevada, Arizona, Oregon, Texas. I, I, you know, I've been to Texas more than anything and it was literally just to go DJ a couple times. Like I went to, uh, went to South by Southwest. We played over there, raw data crew, shout out Ichabod bum. We played some music at South by Southwest um, our music, it was kind of cool, but I got to see what Austin has, their culture. And I love Austin. I love Austin. I think San Antonio, I think I like San Antonio better. Okay. I like Austin though. We're walking down the street and you just see like a big open window and you see a guy silk screening prints. That was cool. The food in Austin was really good. Um, but I felt like this little this little bougie thing going on where they didn't like the outsiders and they kind of let us know it. And maybe because it, it was South by Southwest, right? Yeah. When I went to San Antonio, it was like open arms. It was a little bit more rough around the edges and it felt more like home to me. But it was still amazing. It was it was great and it wasn't as humid in San Antonio. So I liked it, but I like Texas. Um, I'm not a big fan of Dallas, but you know. So have you met anybody famous? I have. I met Elizabeth Taylor in Modesto. Wow. Yeah, dude. When I was a kid, she went to Red Lion and she had security all around her and my mom knew she was going to be there, right? So we're sitting there in the lobby and all of a sudden, Elizabeth Taylor walks in, and she's just like, jewelry, done up, right? And she's got these dudes all around her. And, <laughs> yeah, I ran up to her, and I was like, hey, Elizabeth Taylor. Did so you know cool. who she was? I knew who she was, okay. yeah. I was raised with my grandparents. Yeah. So I knew. I yeah. knew who she was, you know? And I didn't realize exactly how huge that was, mm-hmm. but I knew who she was, right? And uh, so I met Elizabeth Taylor. I thought that was like amazing. I've met a lot of great hip hop acts because, you know, I DJ. I met I met Ghostface. Um, I met uh, Talib Kweli. Um, a bunch, there's a bunch of hip hop dudes, you know. Um, who else? I met Tony Basil and she is amazing. She's a badass. She's a great dancer. Uh, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Basil. Um, really down-to-earth lady. Uh, super in for the culture, for dance, for arts. And I thought that was great. Where'd you meet her? I met her in L.A. Um, I met her in L.A. at B-Boy Summit. Um, and I think it was like the last one that Asia threw before she started doing it again, like maybe 10 years later. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool, man. Yeah. All right. So, favorite movies? 
Favorite movies, E.T. Oh, that's a good one. E.T. is like, oh, man. Dude, it's so important just to hear, be good. You know what I mean? Like, be good. You know what I mean? E.T. E.T. is is definitely... And then on the other side of things, The Shining is actually one of my favorite movies, for sure. I I love The Shining. I hate horror movies. But The Shining is a really good movie. Like, the Shining is not just horror, though. It's psychological. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the other thing about The Shining that I take from it, look at the frames. Look at the aesthetic. Look at yeah. the colors, the design. Look at the the sepia. Look at... There's so much art within The Shining. Yeah. That it's just beautifully shot. The the. There's so much about it that I love. It's not just the actual story. It's not that I get like a little chill or something. There's a, there's a ton of stuff to appreciate about The Shining. So yeah. um, I think E.T., The Shining, and uh, Godfather 1 and 2. I'm not going to choose between either one. <laughs> Those are important. Nice. How about, how about uh, are you watching any TV shows right now? Man, I... I can't wait for Game of Thrones to come back on. Okay. I mean, I, but I've been watching, I've been binging out on Broad City right now because I didn't really like, I didn't watch them as they were coming on and, you know, but Broad City, that's my joy right there. Um, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia is my number one for sure. All right. Well, Perkson, is, um, if people want to get a hold of you or learn more about your DJing or tile or just, just come out with a question for you. How would they get a hold of you via social media or email? Or I don't, I don't use social media, and I, I don't have a computer other than DJ computer. So, I mean, I guess you guys could uh, send a pigeon. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to give my phone number. I'm just playing. Um, actually, at CrushCon um, would be like Crush. C-O-N, CrushCon on Instagram or at Funky Goat Instagram. Um, Joe PSUno Zimmer on Facebook or Funky Goat on Facebook. Um, yeah, those are probably the best ways to get a hold of me. And then uh, if, they wanna see, if they want to see you DJing, what nights and times? Man, you always catch me at Tracks on Wax the first Wednesday of the month. Um, that's, we, we play all vinyl shout out to Felipe, uh, for putting that together. Um, we just had the three year anniversary. It was amazing. Um, we had a lot of great DJs. We always do. And you never know who's going to show up. So tracks on wax first Wednesday of the month at speakeasy. I'll always be there. And I will definitely be at funky goat the first Friday of the month at Ralston's goat right next to Brennan theater on the corner. Um, yeah, that's that's my joint, and uh, we're gonna keep it funky, soulful. Play oldies, funk, soul, boogie, rock, reggae, all types of stuff. So right. yeah, what time do both of those events start in the evening? Um, tracks on wax um, is eight to close, which is like eight to two in the morning at Speakeasy, and uh, Funky Goat starts at nine, and it's to close. And the kitchen closes at 12, so if you guys want to get some food, you can still get some food until 12 midnight, um, which I do recommend. Their food is amazing at Ralston's Go. But yeah, 
Um, yep, those are the places you'll catch me. And then we're going to be doing Lucky Fest. We got a Lucky Fest stage this year. Um, so, yeah, that's March 16th. I don't know if this will air by then, but, yeah. but yeah, um, Lucky Fest. And then uh, we, got some, we got some things planned. Um, Merced, we got a show uh, April 12th. Uh, my buddy DJ S9, Carlos's 40th birthday party, and he's bringing out DJ Babu from the world famous Beat Junkies. That's gonna be, that's gonna be an amazing show. Like that's gonna be hands down incredible because Babu is one of the best DJs in the world, for sure. So, so yeah. But uh, monthly at Funky Goat, monthly at Tracks on Wax, and first Wednesday, first Friday, first Wednesday for Tracks on Wax, first Friday for Rawson's Goat. Awesome. Yeah. Well, with that, we'll end it. And Perkson, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you, my bro. Thank you, Modesto Reboot. All right, see ya. Follow us on Instagram at Modesto Reboot, as well as Facebook. Look for the group Modesto Reboot. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend.